Aloha, I'm Felicia Miller-Johnson, and I conduct work-life video interviews with career professionals that become an awe-intuitive conversation. Aloha, and welcome to another episode of All Intuitive Conversation. I have the pleasure of connecting with my guest, Lisa Kim Energy, all with the hopes to encourage you, me, the guest, to live smart and ascend to new levels of success in their work and life. Today, I have the pleasure of connecting with Madison. So let's bring her to the screen. Aloha, Madison. Aloha, Balusha. Nice to, <laughs> nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes. So you and I have never spoken before. And this is our first time kind of connecting and I don't really know anything about you. So this is what I love to get to know about individuals. So Madison, tell me, where are you connecting from today? I am in Golden, Colorado. Oh, so it's interesting. I'm a little closer to you because usually I'm in Little Rock, Arkansas. And as I shared today that I am calling from the first time ever in a year, different location from Vegas. So so tell me, are you from Colorado? Yeah, you know, I was born and raised in Colorado Springs and Denver, and I've actually lived away for the last 15 years and just moved home about four or five months ago. Oh, wow. So what brought about that transition to move back home? Good question. Um, Well, I lived as a part of a yoga community for about 10 years. Um, where I lived very closely with my spiritual teacher um, and practiced Ayurvedic medicine uh, and taught yoga. And about two years ago, it was time for me to make a big change in my life. Um, my husband and I had recently gotten divorced. Um, the, there were some community dynamics that were very difficult and challenging over the years. And it um got between our relationship and we separated and he moved to Austin, Texas. And I actually decided to um, leave my life um, in a pretty drastic manner um, one day and left quickly and didn't know where I was going and what I was doing and ended up um, reconnecting with my husband, my ex-husband, and we lived together in Austin, Texas. And I proposed to him uh, about four months ago, and we decided to move back to Colorado and plant some roots. Um, and we are planning on getting remarried later wow. this year. Wow, that is a story, an experience. <laughs> a very short version of the story. <laughs> okay, so look, I need to um, <laughs> unpack that a little, little more. Um, okay. So tell me about your, your, your spiritual journey, your yoga experience and doing that for something like what got you there? Like what, what's how I'm going to go and do this and be a part of this community? You know, um, when I was young, mm-hmm. very small, when I was about two years old, I had an incident where I was playing at a park that had been sprayed with pesticides and I got really sick and I 
was treated really heavily with antibiotics and steroids. And as we know now, that uh, affected my my gut, my immune system. And so I grew up and was very sick. Um, I was I had all sorts of seemingly unrelated health issues that nobody knew what to do with. I went, you know, saw every doctor um, that you could possibly think of and was on all sorts of um, pharmaceutical medications. By the time I was 19 and I was in college, I was taking about nine different pharmaceutical medications. Um, I was working with the disability service at my school to help me write papers because I had nerve pain and chronic pain and chronic digestive issues and all sorts of issues. Um, and I had a aha moment one day where I, I actually, uh, my sister had gotten me a, a treatment, a craniosacral treatment, um, where a therapist works on the relationship between the cranium and the sacrum. And I had a pretty um, intense experience with it, whereas I was driving home, it felt like the world had just almost like gotten more colorful. And I got home and I looked down at my pharmacopoeia of drugs that I was taking. Mm-hmm. And I had this moment where I was just like, all right, Madison, it's time for you to take responsibility for your own health. And so I tried to get doctors to help me wean off of the medications I was on. That proved to be difficult. So I started my own journey. Um, I started learning about food and diet and nutrition and agriculture and started weaning myself off of medications. I started learning about alternative medicines and um, incorporating them. And um, one thing led to another, led me to yoga. And I, I was in college and I was, I took a college course on yoga, the theory and practice of yoga. So not like a, going to a yoga class, but it was like a college course on yoga. And I totally fell in love with the philosophy and spirituality of yoga. Um, and to be totally honest, I did not fall in love with the physical practice of yoga. I was a dancer. I had been dancing professionally since I was 16. And I thought that yoga was straight boring. Um, but I, as I was reading books and texts and things like that, I was really drawn to deeper uh, spirituality of yoga. And I, sure. I had this inclination to find a guru, a teacher. And I had no idea growing up in the West, what that meant, how you went about that or anything. Um, but I set an intention. And um, after I graduated college, I one thing led to another. I moved to Los Angeles, which was the last place on earth I ever thought I would be. Um, and I met my teacher there. Um, and I started knocking on his door in his inbox every day, um, perhaps to his dismay. No, he was very, um, very <laughs> loving to me. Um, yeah. For about 10 years and I as I started to practice yoga and um, and learn about Ayurveda I started to really address the deep-seated conditions that were going on in my body and mind and lifestyle and was able to reverse everything that I had um, all get off of all the medications I was on and um, really heal and it was incredible um, so at the time, it was just me and my teacher, and I would go to, and um, you know, we'd do yoga together and talk mm-hmm. and cry and all of that. And eventually, more people started to come, and we built this small. It was, you know, it wasn't like a huge commune, but it was a small, um, you know, Kundalini yoga-based community. Um, and that's what led me there. Okay, so is that where you met your husband, or? Ex-husband soon to be. Well, you're married now, right? Again, 
No, not yet. But, not yet. <laughs> uh, we're getting married in August. Um, no, I actually met my cousin, my, my my husband in college. At the end of college, okay. yeah, we were studying. We were in a class that was taught in Taiwan called um, Chinese Meditative Arts. Mm. Okay, so he was kind of familiar with the the spirituality world and um, things like that. Um, he, he was, that. Yeah, he was. Um, he was, um, and but he really, in our community, um, he really followed me there. He, it was more me that was um, invested, and and he was there more for me than for the practice itself for yeah. those years. And so it was an important process for us to go through, actually, to separate um, and for him to find himself and his own path. Um, and then for us to come back together. Yeah. It's so interesting because um, <clears throat> the card that came up was this this tour source and this lady just kind of just on this beach, um, but very insightful, but in the same way guarded um, in a sense. But it says being un unable or unwilling to make a decision, follow your own heart rather than try to make others happy. So, and then also it says pretending that there's no problem, overanalyzing the situation. So the fact that you guys were like together, divorced, then you got back together. Tell me about following your heart in doing that. Because a lot of people wouldn't do that. Like, no, I don't want to, you know, marry this person again or go back to that what was it that had you to follow your heart because like I said you're the one that proposed to him this time like what was that like you know um at the end when I decided to leave the the community that I was a part of which was a very difficult decision it was my my life the last my entire adult life my career my business um mm -hmm. my the, my family, um, my non-biological family um, yes. was, was there. And I, but there was also some dysfunctional dynamics that had begun. And um, I had finally gotten to the, I had felt like I had gotten to the root of what was going on. And I felt like I understood it from a deeply compassionate place, um, mm -hmm. but also from a compassionate place for myself that no longer wanted to be a part of it. And I had this moment of clarity where it was like, okay, this is it's time to go. And I literally felt a sensation in my heart center. And I made a commitment to myself at that night. And I literally like left in the middle of the night, left a resignation letter, took my little electric car and my dog and booked it. <laughs> and I had no idea where I was going, but I had this feeling in my heart center. Yep. It was physical. It was a vibration. It was a sensory experience. And I said to myself, all right, Madison, follow that. Wherever that takes you, just follow that. <laughs> and so that was the <laughs> that I made. And so that's what I did. <laughs> Which lies into the car talks about theme, insight. And you talk about clarity, clarity, sages, the essential oil. And it says on here, um, trigger that there's no hope. <clears throat> True statement, there is a higher purpose which the other card that came out was again, also purpose. And it says, connect with your higher self and allow to be guided to your higher purpose as the veil of illusions fall away, which talks about 
you there was this eye-opening situation like mm, this is no longer um where i need to be where it's serving me and it says <clears throat> you will find your answer and so purpose is coming up very strong here what would you say was your purpose in going through that experience and going through the divorce what was the purpose in all of that for you? You know, that whole experience was extremely intense. Um, and it was extremely eye-opening in so many ways. Um, and if I were to break it down, I would say the purpose for me was to learn to expand my own awareness to being able to hold light and dark at the same time. And to, to recognize that we as human beings are, we tend to have a, we tend to judge things as good or bad. Mm -hmm. And that isn't really the truth. That good and bad are constantly there, black and white, light and dark, um, the, the, the light and the shadow, the spirit, you know, all of these are we're all experiencing them at all times. And, and it gave me a, it, I would say it blasted open <laughs> my understanding of, or my experience of empathy and compassion um, mm -hmm. for the way that we tend to put either ourselves or other people on the pedestal of um, either you know, knowing more or less than us, being higher or lower than us. Um, and that whole experience really helped me understand that that's all an illusion. Um, and that as human beings, we all have gifts and we all have spiritual gifts and we all have life history and trauma and shadows and ego and all of that. Um, and they all need to be held yes well another lady that came out here was <clears throat> three of corns and she is focused on intently on taking something that was this whole slab right this rock and she chiseled away this beautiful creature sculpture that only she could have seen and envisioned and it talks about do what you love so what are you doing today that you just love? I would say everything I do, I love, to be honest. I, um, mm -hmm. I split my time between practicing Ayurvedic medicine um, yep. and supporting people on their health journeys and in the sustainability world, um, helping people live less wasteful lifestyles. Um, and I love all of that. Um, the thing I love the most though Mm -hmm. is genuine connection with people. And that is why I said yes to your podcast or to your, to your webcast, um, because I genuinely think that connecting and building bridges between people's life experiences and connecting on an authentic level um, is truly where healing and evolution happens. 
Yes. So that's the, where I where I go and everything I do. That's what I at least that's what I aspire to go. Um, yes. Well, this is definitely a different experience. Like I said, because a lot of times the guests I've met I've never met before. We don't have a pre meeting or anything like that, other than like ten minutes before, just making sure the audio works and connects, and then we we start this this live together. And so I love that you were open to to this experience and learning. Um, about you and your experience. Um, what I'm connecting with, with the word that came up next was charm. And it's this woman that's taking this selfie and this love and this life. And so the next question that's coming through, what are you treasuring personally about Madison today and the woman that you are sitting in front of me here. What am I treasuring? Mm -hmm. I am treasuring today. Well, I guess I'll go somewhere that's kind of vulnerable. Mm -hmm. um, when my husband and I were living in a community we had chosen to not have children. Mm. It was a common experience um, in the dynamic that we were in. And my husband actually got a vasectomy and we had chosen not to go that path. And it was a conflict for me um, mm -hmm. for a long time because I had a intuitive belief uh, or an intuitive desire to be a mother in this lifetime. Yeah. And, um, but it was a conflict for my mind and for the for the community dynamic and for my you know potential spiritual path and things like that. Um, and one of the things that the last few years have I've gone through is trying to break down the concepts of the things that I thought I believed versus who I am and what is emanating from me. Yes. And. Um, we have decided to open ourselves up to being parents. And my husband changed, uh, he got reversed his vasectomy, bless his, bless his heart. <laughs> yes. Thing to do. And we have decided to go on a conception journey. Um, and this is, you know, years later than we thought we would and things like that. Um, but I think why I shared that story is because for me, I think what I'm treasuring is the, courage um to like dig deep into like who madison is and what my core desires are and what the truth of my self and life experience has been um and to share that in a um open way mm. and so i think that's probably the essence of what i treasure today So the card that came out next, um, which I got a chill about, was this couple that's got a kid that's leaving a past situation, going on to a new life, a new journey. And it says, the end of challenging times. Things are looking up, a welcome relief, finding your way to a peaceful place. The end of depression, of an illness, travel, 
or relocation, which goes back to where you were talking about you went back home to where you were, like you left this cloudy um, situation um, behind. And it's just like, you guys are just gonna start this new journey with your with your family and what that looks like um, for you. Cause like I said, it was this woman that was kind of here guarded in the water from before, but now it's, you're like together. It's this beautiful thing. Um, the other thing that's coming um, that is asking me to look was a swan. Cause it was like, what is the encouraging word? And I'm doing this live on air. Um, as, swan, as, I'm, huh? as I'm tearing up. <laughs> um, Swan meaning you're confident, determined, strong individual. You also have the potential to love deeply. When you devote yourself to a project, you're all in and you can conduct yourself with honor and integrity. You also possess an unmistakable inner beauty. And which goes back to what I'm saying here about just this charm. Like, what are you loving um, about in yourself? And so it's like, as you begin this new journey, new purpose, new life that you're going to have with your, your family, taking time to appreciate and love on you and the situation that they may have turned ugly in this whole dump is it's, it's become this whole beautiful thing because like what you were talking about your family and the situation and the trouble and going through the divorce and going back it's become something beautiful. And like I said, that's not something that people would have taken that journey. They just would have kind of just like, oh, I made that mistake and I want to do that. Um, but ultimately, like you're floating into this new life. And it's just like, I'm just feeling that high vibe energy um, for you, as you say, as you're crying. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. So thank you so much for being open and vulnerable and and sharing your 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 story um, with me today. Thank you for sharing your cards and your intuition. Yeah, yeah. So for those individuals, because I see that you're an author, we hadn't even touched on that. It was like, I guess it was just this journey. We were supposed to talk about this. But if they're like, yes, I want to learn more about Madison and her experience and reaching out to her, how can individuals connect with you? Yeah, you can find me. My website is livewiseheal.com. You can find me there. You can find my book, Mind, Body, Food, on Amazon and on Barnes & Noble. Oh, wow. Awesome. Definitely check her out. Well, Madison, thank you so much for being open to having an all-intuitive conversation with me. Thank you for those that are watching. Uh, may you have been encouraged to live smart and ascend to new levels of success in your work and life. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, reach out to me at All Intuitive Conversation. And until we meet next week, this has been an All Intuitive Conversation. Mm -hmm.